The last thing we're discussing that our Mishnah said that he first gives the Ketoret and cleans up the Nerot. And we said our Mishnah goes according to the explanation of Rabbi Shimon Isha Mitzpena Rabbanan. And we saw a Mishnah later on Masechet Yoma that says first you clean the Menorah and then you give the Ketoret. And Abaye explained that we're talking about the ketoret being given between the cleaning of the menorah. First, they would clean five candles, ketoret, and then two. And it's like Abba Shaul who gave, who gave that order, Abaye, according to Abba Shaul, and not according to Rabbanan. Abba Shaul felt that first you have to clean up the, all the nerot, and then you give the ketoret, behetivot hanerot, and then yaktirena. And Rabbanan felt that it, that pasuk means that you do it at the same time. And the Rabbanan are about to explain their reason. We are starting Tedvav Amud Aleph, the last word on the first line, the Ilote Mahachi. If you don't say it's talking about the time, Ben Arbaim Dichtiv, by the, in the afternoon of the Avodah over there, when it says, when Aharon lights the candle, he should give the Ketoret. Hachanami de Beresha Madlik Nerot, the Hadar Maktir Ketoret, Shal Ben Arbaim. You're telling me he's first going to light the candles and then do the ketoret? I mean, if you say yes, we know about the Braita about the menorah, it says, his children will set up the menorah from the, from the afternoon till the morning. And we understood that you have to put enough oil that it's going to last from the night till the morning. Another limud. There's no work that you're allowed to do at night till the morning except for lighting the menorah. Now, bottom line is, you see that the last thing that we're supposed to do is the menorah, nothing else. So how could you say, and then that wouldn't make sense. Rather, you have to say it's just talking about timing. Rather, how do you explain it? At the time of the Hadlaka, the same time you do the Ketoret, same thing in the morning. When you're cleaning the candles, that's when you give the Ketoret. The Abba Shaul who told us that first you clean the candles and then you give the Ketoret, he would tell you, the lighting of the candles in the afternoon is different. It says, meaning, the candles go last, it's just the ketot is given at the same time. Over there's differently mood. Now, the Gemara is going to go back to the question. In Masechet Yoma, we have in our Mishnah, it says that first they give the ketot, then they lit the candles. In Perek Bet, we saw that the opposite, that first you kill in the candles and then you give the ketot. And Rapapa Amad Lakashya, it's not a machloket in our Mishnayot. Ha Rabbanan, our Mishnah that says that you give the ketoret before cleaning the two candles, that goes according to Rabbanan, who says clean the five ketoret and the two. And Ha Abashaul, the Mishnah later on, that the ketoret goes after the cleaning of the two candles, it goes according to Abashaul, who says it's five, Dama Tamid, and then uh, the, uh, the other two. Now, so our Mishnah is like who? Kerabanan? Okay, and Pais and the Mishnah later on, which talks about the lottery of who does what, Ka'aba Shaul. Okay, no problem. Ema Sefa. Now we have another Mishnah in Peregimel. It says, Hevi ulo tamid. They brought to the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur the Korban Tamid. Keratso, he shechted it, but the majority of both Simanim, it's a 
kosher shechita b'diavad, where you shech the majority of the trachea on the esophagus, and then umerek acher shechita aliyado. Another kohen finishes the shechita because he, the kohen gadol himself, has to run now and accept the blood. Nichnas leaktir taketorit. He goes in, gives the ketorit or lativ tanerot, and to clean the nerot. And it sounds like first the ketorit, then the candles atan the rabbanan. It sounds like rabbanan. So then you have a problem. Resha v'sefa rabbanan umtziata b'shaul. You have the resha goes according to rabbanan. The last one goes according to rabbanan also, and the middle one goes about shaul. How does that make sense? Amalach rapapa in yes. Resha v'sefa rabbanan umtziata. The middle one is according to b'shaul. Now the Gemara asks, Bishlama Abaye lo amar kirapapa. Abaye who said that a Mishnah or in our, over here in our Perek says we're talking about the ketoret that was given before the cleaning of the last two candles and the Mishnah later on was talking about the ketoret that was given after the cleaning of the first five candles. Okay, I understand why Abaye doesn't say like Rav Papa. Why Resha v'sefer Rabbanan tziata b'shaul It doesn't make sense for him to say that Resha is like Rabbanan, the middle is b'shaul, and then the last one, the sefer, is uh, like uh, Rabbanan again. Ela Rav Papa, my tamalo amar Abaye. Rav Papa, why didn't you say like Abaye? So Amar Lach Rav Papa will tell you Tana b'Resha tavachet enerot. Does it make sense to talk about in the first Mishnah? about the cleaning of the two candles which came at the end, Vihadar and then Perek Bet Hatabat Hamesh Nirot with the cleaning of the first five candles which were in the beginning. It's supposed to be opposite. Our Mishnah here in Perek Aleph is just coming to tell the Kohen Gadol, you have to do this, you have to do this. He has to get used to doing all the Avodot. But the actual seder of what he does, that we'll mention later on in Perek Bet and in Perek Gimel. Now, our Gemara is going to go back to something we learned before. It says, Gufa. The Kohen who throws the blood goes to the northeastern corner of the Mizbeach. He gives from, he gives, throws the blood from east to north. Then he goes to Ma'aravi to the Southwestern corner, noten maravidromit, and he gives from west to south. Vetani Allah, and we learned Rabbi Shimon Ishamitzpeh Mishane Betamid. Rabbi Shimon Ishamitzpeh, he changes the order by Korban Tamid from any other Korban Allah. Why? He would say, Baalulakir Mizrahit Sephonit, he comes to the northeastern corner, noten Mizrahit Sephonit, and then he gives from east to north one, and then he goes to Maravit Deromit, he goes to the southwest, Noten Marava, he gives on the west corner, Vehak Noten Daroma, then he gives to the south, he, get, he gives three according to Rabbi Shimon Ishamitzpeh. Now, my Talmud Rabbi Shimon Ishamitzpeh, so why Rabbi Shimon Ishamitzpeh says by Korban Tamid you throw three uh, throws? Rabbi Hanan said this in the name of someone in the Shiva of Rabbi Yanai, Amar Kera. The pasuk says, "Usair izim echad lehatat lahashem al olat tamid yaseh venisko." Olahi, the korban tamid is an olah. The Amar Hamana Avid ba maasehatat, and the Torah says, on the other hand, "Usair izim echad lehatat." So, what are you supposed to do? Hatat, you're supposed to throw four. Olah, you throw two. Haketzad noten hachehishtaim kemase olah. You throw on one side on the northeastern corner one that which counts as two on the corner like an olah, and then shtaim shehen shtaim kemase hatat. And you go to the other side and you throw on both the south and west corners like a hatat.
So now, Velitent Stein, Shehen Arba Kemase Ola, Vearba, Shehen Arba Kemase Hadat. So why don't you just do this twice? Give uh, uh, one on each corner that counts as two, so one that's two, and then you give, uh, then go around again, give on each corner four, like a Hadat. This way you're Yetzir Hava everything. The answer is, We never saw blood that's Mechaper and then Mechaper again. We don't see this uh, double round when it comes to throwing the blood. And the Gemara says, wait a second. Okay, wait a second. Did we ever see a blood that is half Ola, half Hatat? The Pasuk changed their names. He called it a Hatat, even though it's an Ola. Hatat Lashem, Ola Tamid. It changed something. We could also say by the Matanot, Hashem changed not just by name, but also by action, the way they throw the blood. And you have to do two rounds. No, according to Rabbi Shimon Mitzvah, you could say, no, the way to do it is uh, one uh, on the corner for the council's two, and the other corner, two separate ones, so you have three matanot rather than two, which is four. Meaning it makes more sense to say it's one round of three throws than to say it's two rounds of six throws. Now, the Gemara reminds us, by the way, that when you throw the blood of the Ola, it's under that line that goes around the Mizbeach, which is called Chuta Sikra, and Dama Hatat gets thrown on top. So now the Gemara says, Why don't we throw one on the corner that will count like two for the Ola, and then and then throw two, which counts for two, on top of that line, like uh, whatever we do for hatat, and that's not such a big deal. And says, we, never, we didn't see the throwing of the blood, which is half uh, below the the line and, and half on top of that line. The Gemara says, Wait, you tell me we never saw half half, one, uh, one half on top, half on the bottom, but none. We learn later on when throwing the, the blood on the kaporet. So you do see such a concept of throwing the blood half up, half down. The command says, no, it was, it was in an arch. You throw the blood from up to down. Like the command explains, what does matzlif mean? Like the shalih betin, when he hits a person, it goes up from there to down. And the command asks again, Velo, did we not see a blood that is half up, half down? Vatanan, we learned later on. He throws the blood on the Mizbeach seven times. My love, doesn't he throw? What does Taharo mean? That he threw it at the half point of the Mizbeach. People say, something that is clear. And they're thinking, and when they say something is clear, they say clear as day. And they're talking about the middle of the day. Same thing. means at the half point of the Mizbeach. That's not what he means. He doesn't mean at the middle point of the Mizbeach. Rather, on the top of the Mizbeach. Uh, like the Shamaim is pure and the Shamaim is on top. Same thing we're talking about the top of the Mizbeah. Now the Gemara continues asking on Rabbi Shimon Shamitzpe. Why 
Why do you give the the olaf first and then you give the blood for the hatat? Native beresha the hatat. We are native the olaf. First give the hatat and then give the olaf. So the Gemara explains that one's easy. Kevan the olaf. At the end of the day, it's a korban olaf. Therefore, when you give the blood, he kadma beresha. It goes first. Okay. Umay shana deyahiv mizrahit tsefonit umaravit teromit. Why do you give the blood? On the northeastern corner and on the southwestern corner. Native deromit mizrahit. First give the southeastern corner. And then give the northwestern corner. So Amre, so the Gemara explains, The Ola needs a yesod, which is a foundation that goes around the Mizbeah, but doesn't go all the way around. There, it goes through the entire west side, the entire north side, and on the northeastern corner, it comes out a little bit going towards the east, and on the southwestern corner, it comes out going a little bit towards the south. And the entire, from south to east, that entire corner is left open. That open area was for Shevet Yehuda, the rest of the Mizbech has Binyamin, and Binyamin was crying for that corner. And the Gemara explains, The southeastern corner didn't have a yesod. Now, the Gemara asks, So, okay, then let's ask a technical question. Why do you give on the northeastern corner first, and then on the southeastern? First give on the southwestern, and then, then the northeastern corner. And it makes more sense because the ramp was on the south side of the Mizbeah. So the Gemara explains, Since we said that anytime you turn on the Mizbeah, it should be on, towards the right and on the east side. Therefore, So really, when you go up the Mizbeah on the south side, you turn right, you, you reach the northeastern corner first, then you go towards the west, then you go down to the south, and then you hit that southwestern corner, and then you get off. Therefore, Beresha Behu Paga, therefore, since you hit the northeastern corner first, you throw the blood there first, then the southwestern corner. Now, the Gemara continues asking on Rabbi Shimon Shemitzpeh, Who said that a Korban Ola, the Korban Tamidi, should do? Uh, korban hatat actions. Vidilma behatat. Maybe the korban hatat, which is uh, korban of Rosh Chodesh, who the kamar hamen avid be maase ola. That Hashem said, do ola uh, stuff to the the hatat of Rosh Chodesh. The Gemara says, lo salkalatav. He can't say that. Dichtiv. The pasuk says, al ola tatam by the hatat al ola tatamid yaseveri my kamar hamen. What did Hashem say? Midi the hatat shad ola. Things of the hatat put on the ola. And throw the blood of the Olah the same way you would do for the Hatat. And once we're on the, this subject, we're now going to veer off of Yoma for a little bit and go into Masechet Amit. Nanatam. We learned Masechet Amit. The vice Kohen Gadol would tell the people given the Korban Go bring a sheep for Korban Tamit from the chamber where all the sheep were. Now let's think a second. The chamber with all the sheep was in the northwestern section of Beta Moked. And there was four chambers open to the area called Beta Moked. One of them was called 
the chamber of the sheep. And one was the chamber of all the seals. Anyone want to buy a korban, as we learn Masechet Shekalim, would go and buy over there a seal, and this would get him his korban. One of them was a chamber with always a small fire over there. And one of them was a chamber they would, they would bake lechem apanim. Or we know, and we have a problem because in Masechet Midot we said Abal Shachot Hayu LeBeta Moked. There was four uh, chambers that were open to Beta Moked. Kitoniyot Aptochot LeTaklin, like small rooms open to bigger rooms. Shtaim BaKodesh, Shtaim BaHol. Two of them, two of the chambers were in the Kodesh section of the Azara, and two of them were in the Hall section of the Azara. And there was these uh, sticks or beams that would separate between Kodesh and Hol. And what were these uh, chambers for? The southwestern one here, Italishkat Korban. That was the one where the sheep were for the Korbanot. Deromit Mizrahit, the southeastern one, he Lishkasha you all seen Balehamaparin. That was the chamber for the baking of the bread. Mizrahit Sephonit, the northeastern one, Baganzubet Hashmunayavne Mizbahshikitsu Malhayavan. The northeastern chamber was the area where the Hashmunaim hid the stones of the Mizbah that the Greeks gave an Avodazara on, so therefore they took down the stones and they hid it. And they built a new Mizbeah. Tsefonit Ma'aravit, the northwestern chamber by Yordin in Lebet That's the wife, any Kohen who saw Keri, he would go down to a tunnel where there was a mikveh. And after he'd go, he'd warm up over there. There was a fire over there. Now, the bottom line is that we see in Masechet Tamid that Lishkata Telaim, the chamber with the sheep, was on the northwestern corner. And in Masechet Midot, we see that the chamber with the sheep was in the Southwestern corner. So which one is it? And Amar Vuna Mantana Midot. Who's the Tana Masechet Midot? Rabbi Eliezer Ben Yaakovi. And this time, because Tam Mishnayot and Masechet Midot are like him. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.